What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Man, oh man, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We got a brand new episode for everybody. Uh, 141 right now. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing great, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, man. This uh, heat wave needs to go, man. It says it's been the hottest uh, summer since uh, ever recorded, man. It's like it's like dry heat out here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's warm. That's for sure. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't. I think you got another like month and a half of it, though, Rich. So you better get used to it. Yeah, man. Hopefully we get some rainy days, rain us to cool us off, man. <laughs> And then, uh, I mean, let's get right into it, man. I mean, not too much in the NFL. Um, it's not really anything going on in the NFL. I mean, the only thing that's really going on is that uh, nobody's looking to sign running backs. So oh, yeah. uh, I thought that was interesting that, uh, you know, a lot of these running backs that are looking for new con- contracts, they're kind of uh, stuck. We either have to sign the franchise tag or uh, I don't know what they're going to do, man. Yeah, you know, I think it, it, it all kind of boiled over uh, yesterday afternoon. There was a an NFL, I don't know if it's an ex-scout or, or something that, that sent out a, a tweet that was basically like, I've been saying for years, this is the strategy with running backs. Draft a, draft a running back, draft the running back, play the running back if he's good, franchise the tag the running back one time, and then draft a running back, a new running back. So it's like basically never pay a running back more than their rookie contract and then basically pay them one year of that franchise deal and then move on. Yeah, man, it's terrible, man. Um, and, it, and then you know, you saw the you saw the replies from from Henry, uh, Najee, uh, you know, all, all all the guys, right? I mean, it's you know, unfortunately, I I, I do think a lot of this comes from um, just the way that the 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 NFL wants the game to be played with with guys passing the ball at a seventy percent clip. You know, mm-hmm. at, at that point, running is you know. You, you, I don't know. The running game just it, it just loses value um, when you can get when you can average you know six or seven yards of play in, on in the air. Then it's like I know you you know you want to have balance and all this, but uh, you know with the way the analytics go, it's like why even run the ball at all? Oh yeah, um, but that's the thing. I think uh, I think some teams f- fail to uh, realize that uh, being able to run the balls helps your passing game even more. Um, I, I think some people just want to just sling it all day, but uh, you need to have a nice little mix. But, I mean, some of these teams that didn't, you know, re-sign their quarterback and just offer them a tag, you know, for, John, for, the, for, for instance, the Giants, they didn't even draft, really draft another running back. So it's just, it's just interesting to me. Like I mentioned before, I felt like they should have franchised the quarterback and then signed the running back. But it's gonna, now it's really going to come down to Danny Dimes. And mm-hmm. uh, if, he, if he can't get the ball in the air, then it's going to be – Interesting to see what they do if, uh, you know, Saquon doesn't report to camp and uh, kind of holds out. Yeah, and I just I don't I don't know where where it goes from here, right? Like, it is do Saquon, Jacobs, guys like that? They just play the tag and and then what? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what they do because it, clearly it's it, I wouldn't say it's collusion, but like yeah. Running, running backs aren't aren't going to get signed, and and uh, you know, unfortunately, like the NFLPA can't really do much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I, I don't know. I don't know what the what the plan is or what they do or 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 whatnot. But uh, but yeah, there's there there there's gonna this is all gonna come to a head here soon. I'm guessing. Yeah. If not, they're gonna need another running back to reset the market, like a Reg, a Reggie Bush type of running back. But well, yeah, um, I mean the, the problem is you get like a you get the Todd Gurley, right? I mean you sign him to a you know a big big money deal, bit long term deal, and he played like what one year on it. Got traded and cut, and you know, then back to making you know the one year four million dollar deal and things like that. So, yeah, but that's the thing, he wasn't uh, well, I think his 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 situation more injuries, he blew out his knees, um, right? Well, uh, no, I mean, that's the point is that these guys get injured and 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 they just get beat up, right? And and that's why their highest value is when they're their first three or four years, and then after that, it's it goes down. It's not like wide receivers who come into their own, you know, three or four years into the league and, and quarterbacks, obviously, you know, you can get 15 to 20 years and it, it's the, it's the interior, um, the interior guys that are getting beat up all the time. The guards, the interior linebackers, things like that, running backs, fullbacks, yeah. uh, they, they just don't get, they're not going to get paid because they just don't have the, the longevity. So it's hard to pay a guy. I mean, unless you just throw fake numbers, you can give a guy a four year deal for, Fifty million dollars, sixty million dollars, but you know you're probably only going to guarantee one or one and a half of those years. So yeah, like the pay for a run a running back now is split into two. So uh, everybody's doing is the as a team you really can't have all your eggs in one basket. As far as, far as one right. running back, you got to have right. two, just in case one run goes down. And then there's different types of running backs. You got your running back that's your straight. Ground and pound, and you got your running back that's a dual threat that can uh, catch passes at the backfield, or you can uh, move around and put in the slot. It's kind of like a Alvin Kamara or something like that. So mm-hmm. that normal salary that would be designated for a top running back now just gets divvy down between two, two or three running backs now. So right. that's what it seems right. like the way the way teams are going. Right. So I, I think you're going to start to see more of more of the you know guys that can do both. Right. I think those are the guys that. You can split out the Alvin Kamara, et cetera, that they can last and get paid. Yeah, it also extends your career. So, um, yeah. so you're not, you're not, uh, I mean, it was great to be a three down back, but now, um, sometimes you're taking off some of those stacks is going to benefit you in the long run. Mm-hmm. 100%. Then we had your boy, I forgot, uh, I don't think we talked about this. Your boy Hopkins signed with the damn Titans. I mean, I'm very disappointed in this, but. I mean, go ahead, go, go ahead and get your money, man. Yeah, and, and clearly that that was what he was after. It sounds like the uh, the Patriots offered him a similar contract, but was more incentive laden. Uh, Hopkins, you know, I would say clearly went and grabbed the guaranteed money, and hard to blame him. Oh no, because you never know what can happen, especially playing a, the a sport like the um, NFL. Um, mm-hmm. One hit can uh, change change your whole career. So. I mean, we've seen it with some some great receivers, some other players. So, uh, you want definitely want to go for that guaranteed route. But as far as the, uh, I thought he'd be more of a competitor as far as wanting to go play for a championship team. I mean, I felt like he could have took a one year deal on on a championship team to try to win and then maybe go back and try to get some more money. But hey, we're gonna have to wait and see how uh, things play out. The Titans, I feel like they're kind of in limbo as far as their quarterback. They only have a. a, a a quarterback, uh, I want to say a, a true number one quarterback now. You know, Tannehill's questionable right now as far as uh, him starting and the other quarterbacks they brought is the, brought onto the team. 
But Hopkins, you know, his uh, main thing is no, no matter who's throwing, he's going to catch a, a thousand thousand yards in the season. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, on to the NBA, still waiting on this Dame little trade. Uh, but it's, it's going to be a while. So fasten your seatbelts. Um, <laughs> I mean, I you, you might as well hop out of the car and just wait for a while. I don't, I don't think anything getting us any movement. So don't don't buckle those seatbelts too tight. No, yeah, you might as well pop down that pillow and take a nap. Or uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's gonna be a while, man. Um, yeah, you know, teams are waiting on another team, and then you know, uh, seems like uh, Portland's trying to uh, get a lot now. But we're gonna have to wait and see who uh, this game of chicken right now. Uh, who's yep. gonna who's gonna pull the trigger? So, and then uh, we had a summer league wrap up. I know you really don't care about this, but the Cavs won <laughs> summer league. I watched, um, I watched it last night because there's nothing else to watch. Yeah, your boy uh, Mobley. I know you liked him as well. Um, mm-hmm. He uh, was kind of the uh, MVP for the summer league uh, for his team. Uh, helped the Cavs be undefeated, and they took uh, they took down the summer league, uh, uh, you know, champs. So um, I'm happy for him because you know he was kind of shadowed by his brother, um, mm-hmm. in the shadow of his brother, and he's the older brother, so. Uh, it's good to see him go out there and get some shine, so he can play uh, in, in in the NBA. Then uh, I saw your boy Bo Bo got signed to the Suns. Got signed <laughs> to the Suns, man. I mean, that's gonna be. I ain't gonna lie. I hope it pans out. It's only he's only in a one year deal, but that's gonna be a long ass lineup between him and uh, Kevin Durant. So. Yeah, I I, I I I've always liked Bo Bo, and I think he I don't know maybe gets a bad rap. I don't know I don't I I don't know much about his defense. Um, but yeah, he always felt like a guy that uh, you know just had 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 to get the right the right uh, opportunity. So hopefully he uh, he gets some play down there in uh, in uh, in Phoenix. Yeah, he was getting some play in, uh, in in Orlando, and then he was doing like for a certain for a little stretch, he was putting up like fourteen a game, and then uh, he kind of like got lost in the in the rotation, man. But um, like I said, I, I, he was one of those guys coming out of college. I thought he would. Have done. You know, do well. Um, you know, at mm-hmm. least be a role, at least be a role player. Um, right. But you know, he has some uh, issues as far as his injuries and uh, his work ethic. I think you know he's kind of changing that stuff around, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, things pan out for him. And, uh, not too much in MLB. Still uh, keeping our fingers crossed for this Otani trade to the Yankees. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your boy Otani's at 35 home runs, man. That's crazy. Yeah, he's he's got thirty five. He leads yeah leads the league in home runs and triples and OPS and, and a bunch of these hidden categories, and also in a uh, uh, in a few um, pitching categories as well. So uh, you're just just strengthening that MVP uh, resume. Yeah, I mean they just gotta. I feel like if they can uh, keep a good record, uh, this would be the year that he can get it. But it's gonna be tough, yeah. man. And then uh, I mean Yankees slipped to the last in the division. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, <laughs> it's gonna get rough, man. And the crazy, it's, the crazy thing is, is that they they have fifty wins, but it's it's, it's 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 getting tough, man. Yes, yeah, it's it's tough. I don't even know, like I, I don't know. To me, it's just like their their hitting isn't isn't hasn't been good, and when their hitting's okay, like they can't pitch, and it you know they just need to they need a little run here. I think. Yeah, they're not doing. They're, I mean, they're at five hundred on on away games. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, that tells you that uh, just like you mentioned, the hitting's there sometimes, and the hitting's gone, and the pitching's there, and the pitching's not there. They yeah. just need it all. They just need it all to come together, man. Um, they just have. It feels like they haven't put anything together. It's like they they play good for a couple games, lose a couple games. It's just put, putting together some sustained wins here. 
Yeah, man, especially in that division, man. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of like fall, almost falling out of the playoff push. So, well, they, I think they yeah. did, but I think if, for them to not make the playoffs, this is going to be a big, uh, uh, there's going to be a lot of changes that need to be made. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're ready to do that, man. Well, I mean, you already started to see it a little bit. They changed the hit, hitting coach. Uh, they hired Sean Casey. Um, first first ever in-season manager firing from, from Brian Cashman in, in, I think, 28 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's never fired a coach in season. So, uh, you know, I think people are clearly fed up and, and feeling the pressure a little bit here. So uh, they, have, they have the third biggest payroll in, in, in the majors. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's – you know, you got two two and a half months of the season left. You gotta. This is this is where you gotta. You know, not cutting time. Yeah, man, it definitely. Uh, that's the thing about the being a, a New York sports team. Unlike other places, the the pressure and stuff is ratcheted up to another level. You know, regardless of how uh, you might look at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least they got a better season than the Mets, but um, <laughs> that's that's another story. But still, man, um, especially for a lot of New Yorkers, uh, they you know they kind of bleed and die for their sports teams, and for when yeah. their sports teams aren't doing good, uh, you know they really take offense to it. So, yep. On to PGA. I mean, we got the U.S. Open this week, right? Yeah, we got the uh, the, the British Open. Uh, it's going to start very early on on Thursday morning U.S. time. They are playing at uh, Royal Liverpool in, in Holyoke. Uh, so, yeah, it looks, you know, early uh, early forecasts look like, you know, rain and wind, uh, typical for a, a, a British Open or, you know, typical for the Open, as they like to call it. Always, again, we talked about this a little bit last week, but always a fun fun, uh, fun event to watch. Uh, really, it's it, it almost seems like anyone can win. Uh, key is to hitting fairways and, and greens. And, uh, and being able to to navigate uh, without getting into some of these bunkers that can that can cause some problems. And yeah, we're coming off of a, a pretty exciting uh, Scottish Open. Uh, so uh, that Rory McIlroy f- finally closed the door on. Um, you know, he was leading most of the tournament. Uh, got down a bit on Sunday, and uh, uh, McIntyre took the lead uh, shortly. For for a, he uh, he's he's from Scotland, so. He threw out a, a final round, 64. Just a ridiculous score at that, the way that the wind was was howling on Sunday. But um, uh, Rory uh, birdied 17 and 18 uh, to take it down, which is, a, again, I think it's a, a good win for him. Uh, he's been playing really well, just hasn't been able to shut the door. Uh, so we'll see if, uh, if, he, if that momentum rolls into, uh, into the British Open, where he, he won here, I believe, in 2014. So similar course conditions uh, to when he played. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if that that uh, he can he can win one here and, and get the uh, the nine year major uh, bump off his uh, back. But you know, I, I, for for this week, you know, I'd be looking at guys like like Scotty Scheffler. Uh, again, played well at the Scottish Open. Plays well in these kind of conditions. He's used to the wind uh, being from Texas. Uh, Spieth, um, Justin Thomas, again, uh, Ricky Fowler. Uh, and then, you know, Rory, I'd watch out for McIntyre. He's a good young player. He's 26. There's a couple others. Yeah, so they had uh, John Ram up there, too. Uh, Ram, Ram up yeah. There. Yeah. There's just some well. guys that just tend to play well at, at, at uh, major, you know, Brooks Kepka. Yeah, so Fleetwood well up there. Majors. Fleetwood, Fleetwood plays good at the British Open. Uh, you got Matt Fitzpatrick. So I, there's this is I, I would say this is probably the hardest one to bet on. 
it's just it's it's so uh so wide open it just brings a lot of guys into play that that um you know may may not you know factor in other in other tournaments or other majors at least gotcha yeah it's uh it's gonna be interesting a little uh uh pick them for this one so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely looking forward to seeing how this plays out might have to do a, a, a day one pick day two and then uh depending on how that goes <laughs> just keep it rolling yeah then uh kind of nine golf news your boy Steph Curry out there hitting hole in ones. <laughs> I mean, just looking stepperless out there, whatever he shoots. Some guys just got it all, right? I mean, it's wild. Yeah, man. I won't say it's ridiculous, but it's just if it had to happen to somebody, it would be him, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh it was funny because I had sent you that uh the hole in one first. So he's you know, not only is he not a uh, PGA Tour golfer. He's playing in this celebrity tournament, drains a hole in one, and then he uh, he has a putt for eagle on uh, on eighteen to win the tournament and, and drains it. Um, yeah, just wild, wild stuff. Yeah, it was a that was a hell of a day for him, man. Yeah, and you know, no, and, and he's also the you know best three point shooter that's ever lived. So just just <laughs> yeah. throw it on top, right? Yeah, so was, I mean, it was funny though, because because people, you know, the, 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 whenever this happens, right, the debate always comes up, like, could he be a pro golfer? And and um, you know, if you talk to a, uh, you talk to these pro golfers, there's a, they're like, there's no way, like he he may be able to with with as good as he is, he may be able to get onto the the Corn Ferry Tour, which is basically like the the, the minor league tour, right? But just the PGA Tour players are just so good, it's 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 unbelievable. Yeah, but I think I think it'll be great to if we do see that where we're seeing these uh, uh, cross-functional, so to say, uh, players where they're playing multiple sports and they're good at it, kind of like uh, your boy Bo or your boy uh, Dion. Um, sure. Michael wasn't the greatest at baseball, but I don't know if you're going to see it that that much anymore. I think that golf is different because I feel like you can play casually. Um, and it's not, you know, a heavy load if you do want to play it a lot. Like Tony Romo played, obviously, while he was with Dallas and tried to uh, try to qualify for the U.S. Open. Steph, obviously, playing it. But I think the days of, of Bo's and, and Dion's are, are just over because kids are just so specialized these days that, you know, it's kind of a, I don't know, I always felt like it was a little bit of a, it was a little sad or a, a detriment that, that, that uh you know, if if a kid like really likes basketball, that's all that they're going to play basketball. Spring, summer, winter, fall, just all year round, and and maybe a little bit of town league if they want to do something else. But I, I just don't know. I I don't know if 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 we're going to see that two sport athlete ever again. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if we ever do, just especially because of the money. But I think I think it would be great to see um, after somebody's career is over for them to let's say go into golf or something like that. Coming yeah. from another sport, and that could actually make it. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, that I can that I can see. I can see, uh, you know, like Tony Romo or or even Steph Curry after basketball trying to to you know qualify for for tournaments and things like that. That would be cool. Yeah, definitely would, man. And especially if you're if you're an athlete, man, that would be great because you're getting another income after uh, after uh, you know, let's say basketball. I don't. And then, uh, I don't think he's gonna need it. Uh, oh no, you right. definitely don't. You definitely don't, man. But <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt, man. I'm, I'm sure you could do something with the money, but maybe mm-hmm. donate to charity or I mean, who sure. knows, man. But I think it's great, man. I think it's gonna be yeah. great to watch. It's great for TV. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like when they do the not when they switch up the announcers as well. When they get Charles on there sometimes, oh, yeah. um, 
So I think that I think that makes the the sport more interesting um, as well to watch. And then uh, it's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right, so. Uh... Sticking with the, the Greek theme, uh, been been on this a lot lately. Um, I think I talked about the uh, flat pitas that, that, we, that I got, the, you know, the ones that they, the, the traditional style that they use for uh, euros and things like that. So this is just a just a basic chicken chicken uh, Greek chicken salad in a pita. So okay. yeah, just a, I marinated the chicken, uh, salt, pepper, uh, some some oregano, a little basil, a little bit of dill. Uh, and garlic powder uh, and some olive oil. Fried them up on the black stone, got them all nice chopped up. Then took that uh, with some some tzatziki sauce. I actually bought the tzatziki sauce this time instead of making it uh, from Trader Joe's. They have a they have a pretty good one over there. Uh, so got tzatziki sauce, uh, some feta, uh, uh, some some tomatoes, uh, red onion, uh, lettuce. Uh, chopped up that into a, into a bowl. Just the, the lettuce, tomato, onion. Cucumber, yeah, mix that in uh, with a little bit of a, you know, olive oil, um, toss that on the pita, uh, through the chicken on top, and then and then a little bit of tzatziki and feta on top of that, and uh, wrap that up nicely, and yeah, you're good to go. Oh, that sounds great, man. Anytime somebody says a pita, I take pita pit, man. That's that such a great place, I know, man. I know, you do. You love the pita pit. Man, that was such a great place, man. This is a quick, simple meal that was filling. Kind of, I I want to say I don't know I want to say the healthiest. I mean, it wasn't like bad, but it was definitely uh, on kind of on the healthier side. But uh, it was great, man. Yeah, it uh, it was always like it always I felt like it, I felt like it always came at the perfect time too. Like get that steak, pepper, and onion one, or the steak and cheese, uh, or the uh, sorry the uh, buffalo chicken was always good there. They loaded it with buffalo sauce, which was which was good. Yeah, that's I felt like every any anyone they had on that menu was banging, man. It was just whatever. It was just whatever mood you was in right there. <laughs> you were just like, give it to me. Yeah. And then, uh, what would you guys uh, drink that down with? All right. So I was uh, while I was up in Massachusetts, uh, visited the old Mecca Treehouse Brewing, um, tried one of their new, excuse me, pale ales. Um, they have uh, about eight million beers on on tap and in cans. So, you know, you had a uh, your your uh, <laughs> your your pick of what you wanted but i tried the uh the soft so it's a new it's a pale ale brewed with peacherine i think that's a, a peach tangerine mix um and i was looking for something you know again with it being hot and rainy in the northeast uh wanted to try something just you know low-key uh refreshing um and uh i thought this one came across pretty good it it, it almost tasted like a little a little uh west coast style to me so so a little okay. more a little more piney um than 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 um than fruitful uh even though they you know they they do brew it with with a peach a peacherine but i i thought it was easy to drink it, it was uh, definitely flavorful and yeah it pops in at five percent so it's definitely something you can have a, a a couple of probably throw this at i'm not gonna hit the eight number for your rich but i'd probably give it Dang. Probably get a seven point four. Uh, it's good. Again, good. 
and I don't know, maybe it's just treehouse. It's just everything is is probably a step above. Uh, but for me, that that kind of it was in the I would say in towards the middle of the pack of, of what they what they brew. Okay, I mean that's a almost a solid beer. Felt like uh, it was a little off, but definitely yeah. uh, gonna have to check that out when I get a chance. There you go. And then uh, that's JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then um, for this week for the BRRs, I mean, we kind of uh, still got our same shows, looking for some new ones. So as far as the shows right now, we got our Cool Summer 2. I'm trying to stick to it, man. It's just it's just not hitting like the first season, man. Which uh, one? Uh, cool Summer. Oh, I I kind of like it. I, I, I didn't at first. Um, I think there's a lot of stupidity in this one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, now I'm like... You know, are you all caught up? Yeah, I'm I'm caught up, man. It's what just last night. Uh, last night, uh, what happened last night? They uh, they had him tied up to the bed, and they were. Oh no, I didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. Oh, okay, okay. Something happens at the end where now I'm like, all right, you got two episodes left. Where what are, what are we doing here? Okay, so maybe maybe this is going to be the the turning point. Uh, I feel like they were kind of giving us a bunch of mid. Um, like yeah. the way the way it started off, it was good, and then it's just like kind of like died down. I'm just waiting for it to pick it back up. So I thought what you're saying is happening, and then it sounds like uh, it's about to pick up then. Yeah, I think uh, I think you'll. It, 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 I didn't pick up a ton, but it, it it's starting to I think give give some more of the story on on why things are the way they are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm uh I definitely check this check that out. Um, the got secret invasion trying to push through this as well like i said not a lot of action uh well the last episode was more action a little bit more action back kept you more entertained uh i think they only got i think it's only a six episode series and on episode four or five now so um they're definitely gonna have to uh put the pedal to the metal on these last two episodes to mm-hmm. have to go out with a bang otherwise it's going to be a bad marvel series so um I mean, check it out. I mean, I would say there's no rush to check it out. Um, like I said, depending on how it ends, that would be the determining factor whether I say check it out or not to see how it relates to the Marvel movies. Um, okay. But overall, just uh, you, you, it's, you, you, there's no rush to watch it, man. You just take your time, whatever you're watching. And then we got, you know, I got our hijack episode. Um, Try to think what happened. And the, la- the last one was they got pressed by the, the fighters, right? Uh, for which one? Sorry. Uh, hi, Jack. Uh, there's one on ten, ten, tonight. I haven't watched it yet. The uh, last oh. one. Yeah, when they got uh, pressed by the uh the fighter the fighter jets over uh, Romania or whatever. Yeah, they did. Then they then they backed off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't watch tonight's episode yet. So check that out when I get a chance. So they, then, uh, well, they had they they had him the, the they had a he called the guy's mom right because the guy got shot. The uh, one of the one of the hijackers got shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in that, that was same episode. Um, yep, he was in the back. Yep. He was in the he was, he was in the back. Um, so they have they have a number for his mom, and uh, they now can confirm that that uh, you know shit's going down up there. Yeah, and then uh, homeboy who was a doctor, it was like, oh, is there a doctor in the house? And the wife was like, don't yeah. you go back there. Don't <laughs> you go back there. <laughs> I knew he was, it was only a matter of time until he went back there. Yeah. So, um, like I said, it's, gonna, it's a great show, man. I don't know if they're doing uh, eight eight episodes. What did it say? It's going on. 
or oh, seven. They're only doing seven episodes, so it's definitely going to be a. It was a good watch, man. Um, yeah. Oh, hopefully, it doesn't end like crappy where something happens. Um, so it says a mini series, so I think it's only one. Uh, yep. It should be only one season of this, unless they do yep. another up season with just a whole different scenario. Some of a playing in a uh, hijack or something else getting hijacked. Mm-hmm. So. And then we got uh the crowded room. Your boy is uh trying to take control of all the, all the personalities. He's trying to gain all the power. Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of I want to say kind of cool, kind of. But he's trying to get his life back. But I, I still don't understand how uh or yeah they're gonna, they got the only way he's gonna get off is if they can get the dad. So if they can get the dad, that's how he's gonna get off. Yep. Yeah. They need they need uh he's the he's the key in the whole thing. I mean, you saw towards the end uh, there that. That he let um, the girl back in for a minute, but you know that can happen. And I think at the end, uh, Johnny Johnny was sneaking in, so you know he he Johnny snuck his arm out there and he got a, he got that paperclip thing. Yep. Don't know what's going to happen there, but uh, he's he's doing his best to to keep him at bay, but but um, clearly clearly difficult. Yeah, because they they're all they all have their own interior motives, so mm-hmm. um, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I felt like there was another personality gonna pop out of nowhere and just wreck everything or something. One of the old 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 personalities, maybe his his brother. Yeah, and like I'm like be like the joke and be like, I'm back. <laughs> just that <laughs> fucking shit up. And then uh we got uh Too Hard to Handle. I was watching that. It's the uh reality tr- uh trash T V show on Netflix. They pretty much uh get uh, uh hot singles, so to say. Mm-hmm. Uh they put them up in uh uh, well, they first they lied to him. They told him to go on a dating show. When all these people get on a dating show, they're horny as hell. They want to have sex with all the other castmates. And then they tell them the, the premise of the show where you can't really, uh, you know, touch them as far as like no, no physical contact as far as kissing and certain things. And then uh, if you're able to do that for the whole experience, you know, they split 200 grand, so to say. But each time there's like a, a infraction of like somebody kissing or. Uh, let's say somebody masturbates or somebody does something that takes away from the pot. So mm-hmm. um, right now they got the first half of the season out. It's something you can just watch if you, you know, one of those re- reality trash TV shows you can watch, get a good laugh and, um, you know, do some work while you're doing something. So yeah. definitely if you guys are looking for some uh, trash reality TV shows to watch that and uh, 90 day fiance. Um, oh, yeah. always, those, always, always a staple. Yes. <laughs> And then uh, we had Lincoln Lawyer. They have the first season out. I don't know. Did you get a chance to get through I that? I didn't get a yet. chance yet. No, I didn't watch it yet. Okay. Yeah, so still waiting. Uh, we're going to have to wait a few weeks for the second half. Like I said before, they, it seems like they're kind of getting into a bigger case similar to the first season. So, yeah, I, I would just wait till the second half comes out and you just watch it all through in one straight yeah. shot. I hate one. I, 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 I watched the first watch the first episode. Pretty sneaky of that, sneaky. Uh, that bro. Oh, yeah. I hate how Netflix does this. They try to get us to come back to their platform a few weeks later. Yep. Um, and then I, I know you're going through Silo. How are you liking that? Uh, yeah. I, I, good. I, I just, I still think it's a little bit, I know you said it picks up, but it's just a little bit, still a little bit slow. Like, I just, there's like certain things I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care, care about. Like, she's trying to gain the, the new, uh, you know, chef, uh, Deputy Sheriff there is trying to like backdoor her. 
and you know trying to get her gain her trust i, I don't know what he's got planned but like there's just certain things where i'm like Could we just like get to it um, <laughs> i wouldn't go outside yeah pretty much yeah. i mean tough tough to start the first two episodes with that and then and then uh yeah uh, and, and then you know you don't you don't hear from it at all so yeah but i think i think once uh like as you get towards the end of the season and I feel like all of second season and stuff like that is going to be pretty much about like what's outside. And then what, when you find out what's outside, then now it's going to be the other parts of what's outside, what's in that. So sure. I'm trying not to give anything away, but there's definitely a, uh, once you, once you see the last episode, you're going to be pissed because there's not, you're going to have to wait longer for a second season because they got these writers on strike now. So, yeah, um, but Ultimately, we can find some stuff in between the cracks that uh, can keep us, that can hold us down until uh, uh, these big companies decide to pay these people. Uh, as mm-hmm. far as the actors and the, the writers, um, I mean, ultimately, I mean, since we're on the strike, I mean, ultimately, just it's just, gonna, it's just ultimately just going to come down to what to what to, you know what they consider to be a stream as far as uh, what it, what it's going to pay because. For people to write uh, on a show like uh, Stranger Things that does over a billion streams, uh, for them to not get get paid minimal cents on the dollar, so to say, um, it's kind of odd. So, I mean, this, somebody's going to have to start giving out the records as far as uh, what generates from a TV show, as far as subscription subscriptions and yeah. uh, advertising dollars and so forth. So, and these companies are probably not going to do that. So, yeah, yeah. They they gotta figure out something though, because I think everyone loses right now, right? I mean, those guys aren't getting paid. Um, probably, you know, probably doesn't affect the bigger actors or bigger writers, but but those are trying to cut their teeth. Uh, and then obviously the the fans, people that watch, you know. Yeah. People are gonna start I, unsubscribing to things and things like that. And uh, you know, I don't know what the what the you know retention rate is, but you're gonna lose people for good. Yeah. Because that's the thing, if uh, you have other shows in the works and the, you're relying on those shows to take you guys over the top, right. Right. now now you don't have those writers anymore and these people go other places, now it's going to change up the, the whole thing. So, But I think right now it's not really, they're not going to really feel an impact because, you know, they got stuff on TV now pretty much pretty much from now to like kind of the end of the year. But obviously in the future, it's going to delay a lot of stuff. And now that's when they're really going to feel the hit. Mm-hmm. And then I checked out two movies, the uh, the Bird Box Bar- Barcelona. I'm gonna have to rate this one uh like a 5.5 out of 10. Um, they kind of follow the story of like one of the people that uh, uh, you know the people that like see the thing and like they try to get other people to see see the uh the the monster or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of follows him as he's like as he's like going around tricking people and getting them to see the light, and then uh. But it's not really explaining what the hell this thing is. So it seems like there'll be another one where, where they will, based on how it ended. But I mean, ultimately, you can probably skip this. Not the, not the greatest of uh, acting. Like I said, it wasn't really okay. it wasn't really uh, much of us like wow, that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, then I watched uh, the No Hard Feelings movie. That's with uh, Jennifer Lawrence, um, where she takes on a job to kind of help this young man. This 19-year-old boy kind of get out of his uh his shell. It's not really much I can compare it to. Um, I mean, overall, I'll probably give it a six out of ten. 
maybe yeah. a six point five, just because of the fact that she goes fully nude and and in the movie, and you can see everything. So I mean, if, if that if, that's probably the takeaway of the movie. If you if you want to watch uh, Jennifer Lawrence get butt naked and um, <laughs> walk around on the beach. So I mean, I mean, you can just you can just go to like you know Twitter for that or something. Yeah, that, that's the thing. So, but ultimately, it was a, probably a six. I probably give it a six out of ten. Kind of forty-year-old version-ish type of movie where you know, but the kid's not forty; he's nineteen. And then you know, she's trying to get him out his shell, get him acquainted with the world. Then, but bless you, they kind of fall in love, but don't. I guess rom-coms. I don't know what the hell to call it, man. It's definitely something you could watch with a, a spouse or somebody for a date mm-hmm. night on your own. You could definitely skip it, man. Mm-hmm. And then uh, outside of that, it wasn't really much else. Uh, I think of some other stuff I'll check out when I get a chance, but that's really it, man. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. 